Welcome all, welcome all. Once again, we got another lovely guest. I'm your host, Soli, and we go in behind the full burn, figuring out what makes everyone tick uh, behind the scenes of explosive entertainment. We got Isabella Costa, who from 87N Productions, which was formed by the John Wick producers. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Anytime. And so you've been very busy <laughs> and you, know, you got a pirate movie in development. You've uh, got a 1992 ri LA riots uh, drama with Ray Liotta uh, on the way, but uh, you've been mainly just doing all kinds of dangerous uh, car driving stunts on the show 911. But well, welcome. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, uh, things have, have been good. I started this during covid started my stunt career during covid so hey. yeah <laughs> it started a little slow but it was honestly the best time because not many things were in production so it gave me that chance to really dive in you know jump in and start my training and now we're in a strike unfortunately but yeah also another chance for me to really get my training going and uh, my skill sets on a, on a high level. So Lovely. it's been a great adventure. <laughs> Coincidentally, the same week I talked to someone who was at the Austin based extreme force stunts and same kind of deal. And it just can't let any melodrama in the real world uh, get you down. Uh, yeah. I, and I, I feel for you guys, but I also feel like the feds are going to get involved shortly just because you can't postpone a giant, profession like that for that long a period you know yeah exactly so I mean it's a tough time but it's it's you know I I find it to be fine because I'm, I'm just meeting so many people and getting opportunities to train with all these people that if the if COVID never happened or the strike didn't happen that I wouldn't have those opportunities to meet these people and train with them and build those connections so it kind of, it works out in a sense. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so you mentioned uh, stuntman turned actor, uh, Terry Turner, as well as stuntman turned director, Johnny Martin, as your mentors. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about how they overshadowed your career? Yeah, so Tier Turner uh, has been like my number one mentor in my stunts uh, career. So basically his daughter, Kelsey Turner, and I met in San Francisco. Uh, we both transferred to San Francisco State for one semester. We Going lasted. <laughs> <laughs> and so we became roommates. We met off of Craigslist. Oh, wow. And yeah, so one of those stories and we instantly became best friends and we both lived in San Francisco for about four months and decided to move to LA she's from LA originally and mm -hmm. she's like let's move to LA and I really never had been to LA I'm from Santa Cruz originally so I moved with her packed up my things and I was around her family this was in um, January of 2016 and her family so Tier is a, a stuntman stunt coordinator and I really didn't have much interest in stunts um, and then later down the line so in 2021 I called Tier out of the blue I was like you know what I want to do stunts and so 
he put me to work. I had to train a bunch and he helped me figure out what trainings I needed to do, what skill sets I need to have and really, um, you know, gave me that insight and that courage to, to do it. So he's been the biggest support and mentor I've had in, in my career. Um, Lovely. And yeah. And then as far as Johnny Martin, Johnny Martin is friends with uh, Tier Turner and I was connected with him through Tier and he has mentored me as well, giving me the lowdown of stunts and the business side of it, really. And I remember um, months ago, he's like, we can meet, but you need to come up with, I think it was like 25 questions <laughs> before we meet. They need to be good, detailed questions. So we met at um, a coffee shop and no, we went through serious? all these questions. Yeah. <laughs> so they both have been such a tremendous help in my career. Yeah, I... I... I had actually brushed up on Turner. I had vaguely heard the name. I was familiar with Martin because he had worked on a lot of Nick Cage movies and done stunt work on everything from Deep Space Nine to just just about every other yeah. car chase movie. <laughs> and, uh, yes. So no, that's lovely. Um, and did you just kind of feel just that positive, just reinforcement, just kind of brush off of them and just kind of into your soul? Or just like, I've made a connection with someone who's got my back and I'm willing to, I, I accept them passing the torch to me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, they're, they've been in this business for so long and, and they're legends. I mean, of course, when they came into stunts back in, you know, the eighties, it was way different than stunts are oh, now. Yeah. I mean, they, the things they had to do back then were just so wild and mm -hmm. extreme um so being able to hear their stories and their insight and also them believing in me that I could that I have this potential to be a stunt woman uh, was just so amazing and having the opportunity to learn from them um is just beyond because it's it's such a tough industry it's really who you yeah. know it's connections but also of course your skill set but there's some amazing stunt people I train with all the time and it's hard for them to get into the guild, get into SAG after because it's really who, you know, so I'm so fortunate to have Interesting, them. isn't it? Cause I, I, I read yeah. Vic Armstrong and the full burn stunt book years ago. And they talked about how during the sixties to seventies, they found it easier to actually get into joining SAG and as an actor by doing stunts. And cause <laughs> eventually you would get a henchman or just a role that involved being set on fire or something and people still wanted to kind of just eventually give you some dialogue other than ow or you know stop right there um uh, yeah why do you think it's reversed i think now people really found out about stunts and that they can make a really great living and it's just become so impacted now. Um, mm, oversaturated. Think, yeah, a little oversaturated, which, you know, I understand it's such a great, awesome job to do. But I think with um, now social media, there's so much more that you can see. Um, so people know that, I, I guess, like, know about sense more now. And um and then having like their backgrounds as a gymnast, you know, a dancer, what or whatever it may be, they're mm. kind of like, 
maybe at a standstill, like, what do I do with this career? And stunts is the next best thing. You can use your skills for that. So I think, and maybe people are more braver these days, you know? I, I, <laughs> no. Apparently so. Um, <laughs> but it is Wild House. What's what people they give extra lines of dialogue to and which ones that they've always kind of just ignored, say you're going to be, you know, third guy secret service agent with a headset or fifth guy beaten up by captain america <laughs> right, right. Uh, eddie j hernandez uh and ellie long uh, kind of lucked out by at least having a featured henchman role who was in every other scene with occasional dialogue i had chris gann on here previously and he's been so oh, fortunate yeah. to have a lot of recurring acting roles in addition to being like the fifth marine or six you know terrorist gets blown up <laughs> Right, right. I mean, there's, um, I've been on 911 that show with Tia Turner a bunch of times. And uh, the last episode I worked on, I showed up to set. And since the directors know me, they were like, hey, you know what, now you're a co-star for the day. Uh, we don't have an actor for this role. So oh, it can just happen, happen like that. You've been on the show a bunch, they know you, they trust you. And they're like, all right, now you're a co-star. So I had a co-star role about five seven lines at the first half of the day and then I changed an outfit and then I was back to being a stunt person so lovely <laughs> nurse number two named Isabella <laughs> go back to yeah. being SWAT gal blown up in the background awesome <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh did you already have an interest in acting prior or did that get reignited through stunt work when I was a kid I always wanted to be I guess you would say in the limelight but I didn't really chase that because I wanted to be safe I also loved law and the legal um the legal oh, field yeah. so I saw that I, you worked as a criminal yeah. defense investigator uh are you still doing that on occasion or is that to the side for now that's done with. I mm. I went to school, so I went to San Diego State, and um, then I got hired at 23 at the Ventura County Public Defender as a criminal defense investigator. So I did that for about five years, and I was simultaneously doing that along with stunts and acting, but I officially quit in February. Um, yeah. It was it's tough to to live a double life. <laughs> Maybe that could be an upcoming web series of Johnny or Turner produce. <laughs> a YouTube red <laughs> show and you get to be, you know, just an investigator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, know. I, I know. hope I, I mean, I hope I can play an investigator on the, you know, uh, big screen. <laughs> right. your own Rockford file. <laughs> yes. I, I saw that you also identify as a model. Uh, did you do any of that prior or is that a side interest? No, that's more of like a side interest. I, haven't done any you know big modeling um gigs but I've done a few and that's always fun those are more like for fun and whatnot but not so much for my career but it's always a fun thing to do sweet <laughs> and uh, what uh what do you recommend the most for anyone getting into this other than be as diverse as you can be open to different uh intense studies and uh just realize that this can be really dangerous and you got to be in the right mindset yeah i mean all of those things and really 
be patient because, mm. and just adaptable is really important. I mean, you can train, like I train fights every week and hitting the ground and, uh, you know, driving, going to the track. But when you're on set in front of a camera, things can change and just trying to stay calm and breathe through it because things are always changing. It'll be one fight sequence and then they change it. So just being professional is so important and adaptable and um, understanding that you need to try as many things as you can. You might be a, a driver, but really getting your fights and your falls intact and maybe doing fire stuff or scuba stuff um, because you, you want to be all around just a good stunt person. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, what was it like uh, studying Brazilian jiu-jitsu during your various trainings? Yes, so jiu-jitsu is one of the harder martial arts for me, um, but I love it. Actually, it's funny that you asked that because today was my a first day that I had. Um, so I'm a part of, I was with XMA with 87 North, and that was mm -hmm. more of like we would do fights and like right. standing fights um, with, you know, fists and, and film fighting. And now I'm just started with 87 North with their jujitsu stunt team. So, and I just started that today, uh, but I've been training jujitsu prior to this, but it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's really something that's gotten me out of my comfort zone, that connection, being very close with someone and just the skill of it is so different than boxing for me. And um, yeah, it's just, it's like a whole different, it puts your mind, you just are really focused on what you're doing in the moment and you're not thinking about anything else. So yeah, it's really helped me progress as a stunt person because now it's like you're really close to someone and like you actually get hit in the face and it's just, I don't <laughs> it's been great. It is kind of underrated, though, in terms of it works just as much with any kind of staging for any other kind of scene. And yeah, you kind of wish more groups could kind of incorporate it with one versus the other. Just like, what am I doing in this scene? You know, is the security guard at the computer, you know, unaware of the person who's about to attack him? And is this guy already, you know, going to start the fight? And the second guy comes in to help him and fills, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I feel like before a lot of some people didn't train jujitsu as much. And now it's becoming a bigger thing to do. It's really important to know because you could be on set and they need you to grapple on the ground. And you're like, wait, I don't know what to, you know, I don't, I'm not sure what to do here. So, it's been so helpful. I feel like it's really up leveled my, my fight skills. Lovely. It is wild how it's kind of been uh, popularized a little more by pop culture, kind of like the Kinsey fighting method in Israeli Krav Maga. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. There's, and there's so many types and, you know, it's hard because as a stunt person, you want to be able to be, like I said earlier, universal and know and have all these skills, but there's so many forms of martial arts and yeah. really just choosing a few is, is good because you, you want to be really good in just those few. <laughs> and then it can relate to a lot of other things. 
totally. And it is also kind of intriguing how, regardless of which degree you use, you just want to make sure you're working with an invaluable crew. You can actually get to demonstrate that one day on screen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's the goal. Uh, and altogether, uh, do you find it just intriguing how this is a double win? It works for your career, but also works for you mentally and physically just every day in your fitness routine <laughs> oh yeah I mean a hundred percent it's nice that as a stunt person you get to train and work out every day I mean as much as you train a week and it's not only great for your career but then amazing for your health and your body and you know you have to stay fit and um so yes it's a double whammy so I'm I'm super fortunate for what I get to do. I'm like, oh, I get to go train jujitsu. It helps my career, but also gets me in shape. So <laughs> lovely. And uh what's been some of the best uh on screen uh versions that you've seen of that demonstrations? Uh of jujitsu or yeah, yeah, Brazilian jujitsu. Sorry. Oh gosh. Now you caught me. Um, I mean, trying to think of like a movie, but I know that like it's fun to watch fights. So like, <laughs> yeah, like, I've seen have, people use know? Krav Maga for years with different spy movies, but uh, yeah. pretty much the most you see is a triangle choke. <laughs> yeah, that's really what you see. I mean, I can't really think of a full. I would have to think about that one, but. Uh, it's funny because we were talking about that today in class, just different like movies I, I should watch and stuff, but nothing I can think of right now. But, you know, I'll be the person to do a full on jujitsu fight. <laughs> there you go. And uh, all together, uh, what were some of your favorite uh, badasses on screen to watch growing up? Oh, man. I mean... Love, of course, the John Wick. I mean, that's just like, love that. And then True Lies, I such a great movie, the old one. And then I was so grateful to work on the pilot for the new True Lies. Um, mm -hmm. So that kind of came full circle, seeing Jamie Lee Curtis and Arnold Schwarzenegger in that movie. And I loved that movie. And when I got a call to go to New Orleans um, from T.R. Turner, that we were working on the pilot for two lives i was like no way it's just it's it's funny how it just worked out like that and i got yeah so lucky to see their fights then and then get to work on the pilot for the new new season now so i feel like that was just sort of like a dream i mean you just i just wasn't expecting something like that to happen so right <laughs> doesn't happen every day yeah <laughs> All together, uh, what do you think is just, do you think everyone's becoming more aware of it now that it's been popularized uh, in movies and TV and just behind the scenes with just seeing how stunts work on screen and how they're just as important as makeup, set design, and camera? Yes and no. It's, I feel like it's becoming, it's definitely becoming more known, but I still 
when I talk to people and that are not in the industry and like, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm a stunt performer. They're like, whoa, oh, like caught off guard. What is that? You know? And to me, I'm like, what do you mean? What is that? We create, you know, the action and um, we do the things to keep the actors safe. So we're in for the actors. So it's very interesting. There's still so many people that don't fully understand what it is, but I, I think it's becoming um, more known because of, you know, John Wick and um, like Extraction and movies like that, that are really, you know, giving more credit to the stunt people, um, which is nice. So good, but yeah. And uh, what kind of productions would you like to be on in the future? Oh, man, I would love to be in John Wick 5. <laughs> um, so possible. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, really, it would be amazing to work for any production. I'm just so grateful for any job that I get. But my, my goal and dream is to be an action actress. So do my own fights and a lot of my own stunts. Like I love to be on wires. I love driving. Um, and to then, you know, have that lead role and to have my dialogue. So definitely an action movie um, is 100% what I would want to do. Uh, to be. I, you're you're not the first to use that term i've heard eddie j fernandez and company use that and it is kind of wild how it, it's interesting how we kind of got to remind everybody hey um <laughs> uh this is a big deal uh i'm not just a stunt person i'm an action actor <laughs> yeah i mean and it's funny because before you know back in the day you kind of had to choose you, you were either a stunt person or an actor and yeah you had to choose back then but now they've coined the term action actor or, or it's become more acceptable to use so I'm thankful for that because sometimes when you say I'm a stunt actor there's this stigma that stunt people can't act <laughs> and then yeah. actors can't do stunts which it's changing so much and that's not even accurate it's um, like they the saw time. a bad example of it and it's like well that's not the case with everyone <laughs> Exactly. So it's nice that now we can say we're an action actor and really acting helps your stunt career tremendously because now more than ever, they're really putting stunt people in acting roles so they don't have to hire an actor and a stunt person. They get to save on that and the money aspect of it, the production. So so it's it's changing, which is good. Lovely. Uh, and uh, can you say anything about some of your upcoming productions, including 1992? See, I just uh, wrapped on a feature. I can't say anything about it. I just two days ago, I just wrapped on that, so I was doubling uh, the lead, and she was amazing. I wish I could say more about it, but that'll <laughs> probably be a year until that movie comes out. But it was honestly an amazing experience. I got to do some driving and some water stunts and things that I had never done before. So it's really amazing kind of going back to you train all these things and then you get to set and maybe you do something that you didn't exactly train for. Um, so like driving, you know, I've been to the track and I've trained the landing your marks in the 180s, but 
I didn't train how to wreck a car um, and actually hit something. So I, I got to experience that on this set. And so that's that, that'll be out in a year. <laughs> um, but then other than that, I think everything, you know, 911 was great, Mysterious Benedict Society and the other things I've worked on were amazing, so. Lovely. And also working on actually a fan film, um, my boyfriend Ryan and I are doing a Star Wars fan film. So we've been training our, our combat sabers um, in the park every week and we have a, a team of people that are going to be in the movie as well and we have a fight coordinator matt mullins who is um, helping direct our fights i know and that name i don't remember next slide matt yeah matt okay. mullins he he's been um oh yeah in, that's right pretty boy from blood and bone with michael j white okay sweet <laughs> awesome yeah no i that uh, and it is fun to kind of still do fan films, even though the studios <laughs> like to complain about it. And it's like, well, we didn't profit off it. So what's the what's the problem? Exactly. Yeah. Well, we won't make profit off of it, off of it, but we're excited to do it. And we're actually doing it in a big studio. Um, so it'll be like an LED screen and we get to kind of reinvent things that we didn't exactly see in Star Wars. So um it's been go. fun. It's been a it's been a challenge to really learn how to use those lightsabers because the hilt is very heavy. So, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and you still need a frame of reference for why you. Same thing with like any character motivation. Why does this warrior, you know, hide in silence versus hold their sword this way? <laughs> exactly, and it's nice because you can create your character, and we've allowed. You know, we want the other people who are a part of um, our our team to create their own characters and to bring in their own flair and style. So it's been an awesome experience. Lovely, lovely. Well, thanks. Thank you ever so much for dropping by. And I wish you nothing but the best in the what's going to probably be the fifth stage of your career at this point. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for having me. This was really great to to talk about this and to meet you. So it was I eye-opening. Yep. <laughs> Keep spreading the joy and the knowledge. Yes. Know. Thank you so much. We'll return after these messages. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. <laughs> yeah, not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com.
us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a Show.